Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for Sunday, April 10th, as the Flyers coming off a loss against the Anaheim Ducks in a game that Mike Yo would describe as saying, we aren't good enough to have that happen, basically, to let your foot off the gas the way they did in the second period of this game. Flyers had a really good first period. Outshoot Anaheim in the first, 16-6. to They come out of the period up to nothing in the game, really picking up where they left off in that game against the Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday. I remember at the intermission last night of the game, uh, I, I used the phrasing here on Flyers Daily the day after the Columbus game on Friday's episode, we gave them nothing, they got nothing. They got nothing, we gave them nothing. That mentality. And that was the first period of this game. That was that was the Columbus game on Thursday in a nutshell. Columbus got nothing because the Flyers gave them nothing. And in the first period of this game against Anaheim, same thing. Flyers came out, dictated the terms, really dominated the puck, owned the puck most of the period, had the shots on goal disparity, 10 more shots on goal, 16-6 to six after one period of play, a 2-0 lead. You jumped on them early. You have a team that's lost 13-14 of 14 games, fragile, all of those things. But then they came out in the second period and thought the game was over, I guess. And Anaheim did not. And Anaheim pushed back. And I think once Anaheim started to grab a little bit of momentum in that second period, they said, okay, there's blood in the water. This is a team we can come back on. So they get that goal at 3.06 into the period on Sonny Milano, picked up the rebound and put it by Martin Jones, then Zach Aston Reese with a redirect, and then Trevor Zegers on the power play. And now all of a sudden, it's the Ducks with the lead after the Flyers only had four shots in the second period. And that's what Mike Yo's referring to when he says, we're not good enough to do that, to take our foot off the gas like that against anybody. And they weren't good enough to do it against the Ducks. And Really, in sports, you can't take your foot off the gas that pronounced from one period to the next and expect to stand on the gas again in the third and have the car go forward without sputtering. Well, they did come out in the third, and they tied the game, 3.53 in on a good goal by Ivan Provorov, who activated, got to the middle of the ice, and was able to put a puck by Anthony Stolarz. But then Trevor Zegras, just unbelievable uh, passing play just to get the puck in front. To Troy Terry, I mean, just an unbelievable 360 pass, and he puts the puck in front, and Anaheim regains the lead, then Derek Grant, the former Flyer, picks up a goal uh, late in this one as well, and you've got a 5-3 final. So Trevor Zegers had a lot to say about the game. He was a dynamic player as he's been this season. He's got 19 goals on the year now. He's got 34 assists on the season, and he was a big factor in this one. For a team in Anaheim, again, that has really struggled this season. But you, you got to look at this situation and go, this team is not in any position to let their foot off the gas the way they did in that game last night. You know, sometimes it feels like one step forward, two steps back, or maybe two steps forward, and then another quick step back. Maybe that's what this game is tonight. That's to be determined what this game is tonight. Is it one step back? Is it two steps back? Is this going back to the way it was? You know, that remains to be seen. We'll see in time. But they have to realize that they're a team that's not uh, chock full of talent that can get away with things like this. And this, this has to be stemmed now because you cannot have this where you just take your foot off the gas, no matter who you're playing. I mean, they got to realize where they are in the standings. 
And the Ducks are a team that has five regulation wins in their last 25 games. They've lost 13 of their last 14. The only team they've beaten over their last 14 games prior to last night was the Arizona Coyotes. So that's no feather in their cap. You can't let your foot off the gas. Now they have to determine that this is a one-off. Because in an 82-game season, one-offs happen. But there's been too many one-offs this year. And this one-off and this, this I, you know, trait of a team cannot creep beyond this season. It has to be left here in the 2021-22 season. So while I normally would not make a big deal about a team that really kind of didn't have it in the second period and looked disinterested in a normal 82-game season, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But it can't be treated like that because that trait, that mentality cannot carry over out of this season. Look, I understand some games or some periods, a team's not going to have it. Well, the Flyers don't get the latitude on that right now. What happened in that game last night, to me, is unacceptable. Because you have a team that's playing inferior hockey to you. And it's not just about the 13 of 14. It's about over the last 25 games. They have five regulation wins. The Flyers have eight. Not that it's that much better. But you're trying to finish strong here to start to move the needle culturally in the right direction. And you cannot have old habits creeping back into the equation. Some people may be going right now, why are you more pissed about this game than you were about some of the things earlier this season? Look, again, I always try and remove emotion from the equation, but this is one that really bothered me because you had a a team that's struggling on the ropes and something let them back in the game. Not something, your play. The team's play let them back in the game. And it's not about wins and losses. And again, everybody knows how I feel about trying to lose on purpose. But it's not about wins and losses. It's about the old habit rearing its ugly old head. And that needs to stop. Plain and simple. And it can't go forward. Because we can't go forward wondering what the issues are if the old issues, which are painfully apparent, don't stop. This has to be left in this season. It is that simple. You cannot come out after a 16-6 to shot advantage first period, dominate the puck to the tune of 59% of the time in the first period with possession, the Flyers had it, to in the second period, the possession numbers go down from 59% in the Flyers' favor to 54% for the Ducks, which means the Ducks had it for about 64%, 65% of the period in the second period. That can't happen. That simply cannot happen. Let's hear from uh, the interim head coach after the game. Get Mike Yo's thoughts on it. Period. On a 180-degree swing in second period, what happened? I think uh, obviously pretty good learning, you know, opportunity for us there that, uh, you know, we came out with the with the right mindset, the right intentions, doing the right things. Uh, you know, obviously got off to a hot start and uh, probably, you know, just assuming that maybe we thought it was going to be point night and wanted it easy in the second period. You know, we stopped being physical. Um, obviously, execution was a big problem through us, through the neutral zone especially. 
Um, and uh, I thought just one-on-one -on -one battles and the hardness of our game was lacking. And uh, we let them, you know, take the momentum and, and run with it. Mike, you just said that this could be a learning experience for these guys, but these lapses, period-long lapses, yeah. they've, they've happened a lot. I guess, you know, why doesn't it seem like they're learning yeah well i mean that's that's what we have we have to understand that we're not good enough to do that you know that uh that we have a game and i, I do think that there's there's still progress and there's still things that are positive in our game i you know i i do think that it is a positive uh, i like the way the way that we came back out in the third I, we started to get to our game and um you know recognizing what our game is and recognizing when it's starting to slip but don't let it slip as long as we do you know at some point we have to, we can't just wait till in between periods to collect ourselves and, and to, to, you know, to regroup and get back at it. Um, you know, there's opportunities to change the momentum within that period. And, uh, and I know we can do a better job of that. So again, I think we have a good understanding of our game and what it looks like and, and what we're doing um, and the effects of it. And, and obviously there's a price that, that we have to pay as, you know, as far as the physicality, the work, um, the hardness of our game uh, that we can't have lacking. Like obviously you're getting a long look at some of the young kids. What'd you think of uh, Morgan Frost and Ronnie Adamson? Uh, yeah, I think Ronnie, you know, continues to to grow and and get better every game. I think that he's doing a lot of good things. Frosty, uh, there was parts of his game. I thought I think that Frosty kind of mirrored the rest of our team. To be honest with you, is when we were going, he was really going, and uh, and that's a challenge for young players, and and uh, and that's probably a good message for all of them right now is, you know, just continue, continue to remember what an opportunity it is and, and don't get caught up in the flow of the game. Every shift that you're out there is a great opportunity. And, uh, and you know, sometimes you can just sort of play to the level of the team. Um, there's no reason why those guys can't go out and turn the momentum around as well. Um, so, again, some good things and, uh, and some things that we can be better at. You thought um, Martin Jones had earned himself another start. How would you evaluate his play tonight? I, I mean, they scored three goals from the blue paint. They had a backdoor tap in. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that uh, Jonesy could have done too much on any of those. So, uh, again, we got we got to be better in that area, in the front of the Barnett especially. Mike, you mentioned that you felt like there were opportunities for the team to change the momentum mid-period, not wait necessarily for an intermission going back to yeah. the locker room. How do you get your players to capitalize and recognize? Uh, well, I was just say, again, I think part of this experience, you know, we, again, we do have a young group and, uh, and, you know, if you have a little bit more experience in a situation like that, you're sitting on the bench. Uh, you know, I, I think that sometimes when it starts to slip for us, we think that we have to do it ourselves and you think that we have to be the hero and, and it's, it's not, it's not just going out and scoring a goal that turns the momentum. Obviously that'd be nice, but typically what it is, it's so it's, it's winning your one-on-one -on -one battles. It could be winning face-offs. It could be, uh, you know, just simplifying the game a little bit, getting back in on the floor check and putting them on their heels. It could be shooting the pucks, um, you know, doing the things that generate momentum for your team. So I think that we can learn, uh, much better about momentum, how to change it, and uh, and how to keep it. When things are going well for Travis Sandheim, how big a part of his game is his defensive stick and his ability to turn that into offense feet? I think it's everything, to be honest with you. I think that uh, Travis creates more offense when he's playing, you know, his defensive game. And, uh, and you know, that's that's not just him, to be honest with you. Probably the same way. Uh, I, I really believe that those guys generate much more offensive zone time. They generate much more opportunities to join the rush. And, uh, and you know, obviously you've got to create turnovers in order to do that. You've got to defend quickly in order to do that. 
and you've got to be in the right position to recognize those opportunities. And- Mike, you're there addressing the media after the game. And again, we'll find out coming up this week if this was a one-off, if this is the team sliding back into uncomfortable territory, if the buzz of new and young players is worn off. I don't know. We'll find out this week. They're back at it on Tuesday on the road in Washington, back at Wells Fargo Center, coming up on Wednesday against the New York Rangers. So we shall see. I'd like to say this is a one-off, but I'm skeptical. I'm sure you are too. All right, everybody, have a great Sunday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bill Meltzer edition coming up on Monday on a brand new edition of Flyers Tale. Here come the jesters. One, two, three.